0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you're on this present moment. This is Eric Castillo here with another Infinite Talks podcast episode. Today is November 17th, 2022. And actually, that doesn't even matter. Because days are the same. It's just a different number. But yes, um, I'm here with another episode. I had a great conversation with my homie one of our best friends, Koki, AKA George Vargas, DJ Georgie V. Um, we've been uh, chatting it up and talking about maybe making a episode on the podcast. So, but, uh, before we record, I was like, you know, let me just, uh, spread the information of what we talked about today, because I thought we had a conversation. We talked about a lot of, a lot of good things that are going on or just things that are interesting in the, in the, in the circles of life. Right. And, uh, I was telling them that earlier today I had this um, training and we're talking about brain development and how healing and resilience is uh, part of, you know, moving up and catching up with whatever downfalls come your way. You know, like sometimes as kids or as adults, we go through trials and tribulations and our resiliency is what keeps us up. Right. And, And people that are around us or the lack of is what either motivates us to become better or to to get out of that situation or just to live a better life, right? Um, how we have to come out on top and not give up if we're having a down time and, and we're going through tri- tribulations and stuff like that. And I was talking to him that um, one of the main things that they talked about in the training was that, you know, when you're young uh you know holding a, a child a baby you know hugging the child you know making sure that they're feeling loved and being able to share that that uh trust with those kids you know with your kids or with your when your parents were you know they were when you were a kid for them to like be able to show emotion to you like and show you that you know that you were gonna be all right and be able to get that you know that uh to get over a hunch of whatever you're going through and um I was just we were talking about that, and how we were also talking about uh how a situation came about at a earlier today after the training I had an event and i I do you know like marketing type of things for the company that I work for, and I was there and we I met this old lady who was in a walker, she was walking with you know those stroller type of things that you push around and it had a little bench, and then she was huffing and puffing when she got to my table. And she sat down, and I was talking to her about, hey, you know, are you okay? And uh, I want to make sure you're okay because I could see she was in distress. And, um, you know, I, I went over to her, and I was just, like, you know, patting her back, making sure she was okay. And I was talking to her, just trying to get her to relax. And I gave her a couple of tips, you know, just take a deep breath of oxygen. You know, hold it in. I'll release it slowly. And I didn't have to do that, right? And I was telling them that I felt like, Maybe years ago, if I wasn't in the same frequency that I am right now, I would have seen that situation as like internal internal situation where I would just have said, you know what, I feel bad for that lady and I hope she's okay. But I probably wouldn't have been as expressive and as thoughtful of helping her out, you know what I mean? And I was telling him the reason i am i've my journey has changed so much is um uh, you know I've had a lot of enlightenment with a lot of people that have come in my way and and give me you know downloads and also me reading books and uh also having like lectures with you know my 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 late grandma where she would teach me so much stuff you know where she would just like give me some not lectures in a bad way but more lectures in in a in the learning type of vibe you know where she was giving me examples of how you can be a positive tool in the in the life force, but I didn't understand what she was telling me at that moment to the extent that I do now. So now that I have these opportunities, I make sure that I manifest a goodness within that realm of reality that I exist because I know that even though it might not make a big difference in the world, in that vicinity, in that situation that I am, that person that's there with me is going to be able to feel some positivity in their, in their vicinity and it's going to be able to help them to a certain extent you know it depends on how uh, how the scenario works out but so we're talking about that and we're talking about how the the book the where there is light you know how it made it a big impact in my life and how i came across that book i was telling them the story about how uh, on a random day many many years ago maybe like in 2014 2016 2015 somewhere around there i went to starbucks to do some documentation for the job that i do I had a little bit of downtime, so I went to Starbucks. And a cold, chilly day, kind of like the way it is today, November seventeenth. And I went there, and one of my homies from from school was there. His name is Joel Cotton. rest I mean, well, not rest in peace. Shout outs to, shout out to Joel Cotton. He was there. Um, the reason the reason I said rest is because like I don't even know why, but yeah, chill. I haven't seen him in a while, that's why. But I said, "Hey, what's up, Joel? How you doing?" He's like, "Hey, man, how you doing?" So we started talking, and and, and our chit chat led, led up to us talking about chakras and frequencies. Because that's something I had just kind of tuned in within that vicinity of time. And I was like talking to him about it. He's like, dude, I'm all into that because he's like telling me about his guru and how he practiced meditation and yoga. And I didn't know too much about that. But then he was telling me, look, bro, I got this one book by uh, Yogananda, Paramahansa Yogananda. You should check it out. So he let me borrow the book where there is light. And I told George, I was like, bro, I had that book for like six to seven, eight months, bro. I, it took me a long time to read it, even though it's an easy read. I'm a slow reader and I digested that page by page. Like on a daily basis, I would just read like one page and then I would take a couple of days off and then read another page. And I started from page one all the way to the last page and it took me a long time. It took me about eight months. So finally I gave Joel back his book and I told him, hey man, sorry for uh, taking your book for so long. It's just, I'm a slow reader, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, "No, nah, no, nah, don't worry, bro. You, at least you brought it back. So, But the thing that I was trying to get to is that, you know, we need to invest in ourselves. And sometimes we don't have that realization until later on in life. And sometimes we don't get that realization ever, you know, but maybe you're hearing this today. Maybe you're like, you know what? That, that is true. We need to work on ourselves and not just be a product of the environment. Sometimes we need to be the creator of the environment. You know, I feel like sometimes we're just the product of the environment. So everything that's being fed on us by TV, social media. The people around us the things that we see the things that we hear the things that we think are all processed by a higher force entity and we don't let ourselves think for ourselves and be like in the purest of thoughts like hey uh actually i can create stuff and not just be the absorber you know i'm a, I'm not just absorbing stuff i'm also creating stuff so i was telling george that i had it like uh koki. i had a big change over the last few years and I've, I've, uh, I want to make sure that I spread that knowledge, you know, and that I share that knowledge. And I want to make sure that you have that capability of becoming the best version of yourself, even though that's a work in progress. I told them that I don't feel like I'm where I need to be yet, but I feel like I'm in a higher place as far as myself. You know, I can judge and reflect and retrospect and be like, dude, I was not here, man. Like I was, I was not here. Like I was, Thinking about other stuff that was not making sense, you know, like you get, you become a product of your environment, bro, and and the more you consume it, the more the less you know of how much you are a product of that environment. So, the self realization actually, this book is is about where there is light. It's called self realization as well, and um, it's a self realization book where there is light. If I, I recommend it for everybody. It's the Insight and Inspiration for Meeting Life's Challenges, a self-realization fellowship book, book founded by Paramahansa Yogananda. And uh, shout-outs to Paramahansa Yogananda. He's a living spirit, right? Um, but I feel like over the last few years, I've had so much uh, enlightenment and so much enlightenment within the depressions of stuff that happens in our lives, right? Because sometimes we, we go through stuff and that's we're not going to live a perfect life and situations happen in your life where like you're experiencing some downtime and some and what I mean downtime more like as a a, you know sad times you know you're going to face adversity and you're going to face all kinds of uh, life situations and sometimes we don't know how to get out of it you know so the more you work on yourself and the more you practice uh, balanced lifestyles in everything we do, I'm not saying you gotta go against everything that we've been taught in this society that we live now, but we gotta be balanced and be able to step out of the box and be like, "Wait, let me look from the outside in and see how I see stuff on myself and judge yourself." You're like you know what, I can do things better. I can do things differently. I can make changes, and it's not easy because we've been programmed so much, so many 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 years that the the way you live now is because of the programming that you've had in the, in the past from the tv the radio the the whatever you want to call it even your your own family you know you live cycles and you just continue to be the way you were raised to be but there's always opportunities to wake up and be like oh, wait i'm an infinite being man i'm an infinite soul this is just a temporary body that i'm um occupying right now and i can express my love and gratitude for anybody who's around me and also for those who are not here in the physical form, you can still be a part of them by tapping into your inner self and the inner soul, man, and be connected like that and be that web of energy that exists all over the world, that prana. You know, that's what I call it, prana, that chi, the, the energy that's within us in between of us. Like It's, a, it's an energy in a waveform that you can't see, but you can feel. And that's what i've been trying to get people to understand but it's it's so hard to tell people about this because sometimes they can't visualize or they can't they don't have the the open-mindedness to actually think about stuff like that so we were talking about that and we went on this big uh, 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 conversation just talking about how you know we've been programmed and I I include myself in that because I we still struggle with the programming. The programming is in the in your in your computer and in your interface. It's hard to delete those files. They're still in your brain. They're still instilled there. So it's a daily battle to you know, it's kinda like when you have that that malware software that that's trying to delete all the bugs that are in your system, you right? in your in your computer, your actual computer. Your brain is the same way. Like you're trying to do away with the bad images, the bad thoughts, the the negative self-talk. The the selfless, self the selfish thinking, you know, not the selfish, the selfish th- thinking, the greed, the ego, all that stuff. they are downloads that you have in your brain. It's kind of like the downloads that you, you the the viruses that go into your computer or your phone. And you're consistently, if you're, I mean, some people don't give a fuck, right? And they just want to keep on leaving like that. But the people who do care, like, hey, I need to delete that shit from my brain, but I don't know how. Like, how do I delete this out of my brain? And it's an ongoing battle, man. I feel like you're never gonna stop, but you're always gonna have that challenge throughout the life, and you're gonna have the decision making process. Either you're gonna go with the grain, you know, or you're gonna go against it. And it might be a good thing or a bad thing, but you're the final decision maker for those uh, uh, decisions. And every decision leads up to where you are right now. You know, every single decision, left or right, yes or no eat this or eat that? Should I go here or should I go there? Should I watch this? Should I watch that? Should I read this or should I not read? Should I be on the phone or should I hang out with my kids? Should, I, should my kids go here or should, I, should, they, should they go there? Should I buy this for my kids or should I buy that? Should I uh, wear this shirt today or should I wear that shirt tomorrow? Like Every single decision you make makes up the reality, projects the reality that you live in today. So I feel like I just wanted to share that knowledge or that insight because I feel it's helped me so much just to self-reflect and be like, I'm in control of God's energy that he's given me, right? And then he's given me blessings or God has given me blessings and I need to be in full attention so I can actually see those blessings because blessings don't just come in like in material stuff or they don't just come out like in, you got this car, you got this raffle ticket la 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 like no blessings come in experiences that you live in your consciousness like conversations you might have with people a a hug you might have from a special person a conversation you might have with a special person an opportunity to help somebody an opportunity that you had that they helped you or somebody came into your in your right place at the right time and they hooked you up with something that you needed that's that's a blessing you know what i mean not just material stuff like i'm talking about blessings in general like how people come together for special occasions and and you see that come into fruition and you're like wow i never thought this could be possible so we had a conversation like that and we also talked about the whole kanye and and uh, drake uh entertainment vision you know how we were talking about how Drake, he's a very, and we're all to hip hop, right? We're hip hop guys. So we talk about hip hop all the time. And we're like, man, what do you think about Drake? I told him that earlier today I was driving to work and I had heard in the podcast that there's a song where Drake talks about, cryptically talks about how he, you know, unlived, unalived somebody, he killed somebody, right? Like, but he talks about it in a, you can say it's satire, you know, you can say that maybe he's just saying it to be entertainment. But there's a, a a rumor out there that he uh you know, in the life of a person, you know, and but not maybe not him directly, but he indirectly paid somebody off. To, and that's the rumor, right? And that guy is Triple X Tentación, and that was back in 2018, 19, I don't know. A few Years back. But um I was listening to that album because his new album is called Her Loss, I think, and and the podcast Jumpers Jump, shout outs to them, Jumpers Jump podcast. Uh, Carlos was saying Carlos is one of the 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 podcasters there. He's the main podcaster there. He's like, hey man, go check out this song. He talks about the ex ex how he he unalived him, them, bro. Like he should check it out. So I was like, oh, I got, I got a, you know what? I got an interest in watching it. So as soon as I took off from work to work, I, I was jamming out to the actual record, and wow! Like Drake has them. I'm not gonna lie, man. His beats are pretty much ten out of ten. They're nice, bumping. You know, nice the uh, sounds. Everything sounds so clean. I was I was enjoying the fucking music, man. I was like, this music is dope, but at the same time, I was like, the lyrics are not good. Like, I can hear the lyrics, and I'm like, oh man, this is whack as far as me like goes. Like, I'm a, I'm trying to listen to it without like being judgmental of what they're saying, right? So I'm just like, let me just enjoy it. So I get to that song that that Carlos was talking about. I was like, okay, let me let me really listen to what he's saying. And I heard it, I was like, oh, Lord, he does talk about, like, some somebody who he unalived, you know, somebody who uh, came across him and, and it disappeared him, you know. But I don't know if he was talking about the the guy we were, ta- we're thinking about, but if he is, I don't know, man, he's going to get in trouble. I, I I foresee that. And Drake, <laughs> talk about Rico and rap snitches. And shout out to MF Doom. Rest in peace to MF Doom because he talked about rap snitches. Rap snitches. Talk about their business. <laughs> Be the only star witness. But yeah, um, we're talking about that. And how, we're talking about how Kanye. Oh, um, no, let me finish the Drake part. So we're talking about how Drake is so good. But at the same time, he's like, he's just commercially good. And he knows how to make hit records in the commercial sense. And how when he he does copy a lot of the new upcoming rappers. He bites their style and then he makes it his own. And he grabs like all these new rappers. He does features with them and shit. But then he does his own style. So, it's not really being authentic uh, as as an authentic artist. He's more like a, you know, he copy and paste and then he makes his own, you know, his own uh, NFT per se. You know, his own music. But yeah, he makes, he's a good artist overall. And and we're talking about how in contrast, Ye is more like a like an artist, you know, like a, like a painter. He'll take his time making a, a song or an album and maybe not take his time, but when he, when he delivers that album, it's not going to be your traditional, you know, rap album or song, you know, it's not going to be your your traditional video. It's going to be very creative and he has a unique taste for music and a unique taste to produce. So when he releases music, you can tell that it's not just your average colorful beats. It's very different. And it, we're comparing him more like he's like a Picasso and uh, how he uh, he makes his music in a different format. And I was maybe using the analogy of like a film, like he thinks about it like a film, like he does the intro of a song, not the actual album, but and album too. But when he goes into a song, he probably thinks about it like this: where like it's an it's an intro, then there's like uh, in between fillers, and then there's a climax, and then there's an outro, and then the conclusion, the resolution. And he he does really well. Like I love his style. Like it's a it's very appealing for me. I like it a lot. So. We are talking about how uh, Kanye is just very unique and he's a a great artist. And George and Koki, he's saying more like he likes more Kanye, although he enjoys listening to Drake, but he's more of a Kanye fan, a a Ye fan, because of the originality in his music. And the the growth that we've seen, we're talking about how, how Kanye started at one point. His music was always different. He was always different, but we were talking about how the contrast between his first three records. And then when he made the dark twisted fantasy, how at that point he kind of took it to an extra level of creativity. And he's like, you know what? The packaging is different. The music, the video concepts are different. The, I remember that, that era so vi- vividly. And it was like very impactful. Cause I know my brother, Jeff shout out to digital Jeff. When he bought that CD and he brought it home and we actually went to his house and we saw it, the packaging, how he had it all like nice and packaged and the covers were so nice. Everything was like, it was very unique. It looked like you were buying actual art piece, right? And, and then he played the album and we're like, duh, what the hell? Like this is like some other shit, you know? It's like, we've never heard an album like this. And it was just an amazing era. He changed the ballgame there, you know, like it's not not just hip-hop, this is like a music, it's culture, it's, it's a living art form, you know, like, and uh, we see now the new Ye, and from that learning curve that he had, like, of creativity and production, and being an artist, how he's evolved in so many, you know, areas of life, you know, and he's still, uh, he's still, he's still working on himself, I can tell he's still working on himself, like I was just saying, that like he's still trying to deprogram himself, and get rid of the bugs that he's acquired over the years. And you can see when he has interviews, like he goes back into old Kanye mode and he starts talking, you know, crazy, you know, like talking about, not, not crazy in the sense that he's mentally ill, but I'm just saying like like the thoughts that he has, like he goes all over the place and, you know, he, can, he can't he never have just one yes or no response. He's got to give you an elaborate uh, description of how he got to that question and that answer. Like... So we're talking about that. It was, it was pretty amazing that we had that conversation earlier today um, during my lunch hour. And uh, I was like, yo, George, we need to do a podcast on this, bro. We need to, you need to come on board and just talk to me about this because I know a lot of people will feel the same way. They probably would understand that what we're talking about because we're a different age group, man. We're in our 40s now, and, and we see things differently because we actually experience music and uh, life the way it was pre-social media, pre you know YouTube pre uh, uh, all this new technology, you know we were, we were raised in the old school life way you know so now in the modern era, I think we, we can pr- provide a good description of, of what we've lived through and the, the faith that we've lived and the lack of faith that we lived at one point and how it transcribes to what we're living in right now, man. Just new era, a new generation of, of thinking and the fast life and how easy it is to lose yourself in in it and not to see not not see the opportunities and the blessings within us. Excuse me, I'm burping. But yeah, man, uh, this is Eric Castillo here. I hope you like today's conversation. We're gonna uh, drop more episodes, and I say we because I'm gonna try to invite. I got to try. I'm going to invite a lot of guests. I already have a couple of yeses. I have uh, Gabriel from the, he has, he's one of my homies. He has a store, you know, he says, he sells uh, apparel. He sells, uh, what do you call it? Vintage clothing. And his name of his shop is called DNA, you know, Um, vintage apparel. And we're going to invite him to, you know, talk about his journey. And we haven't talked and chatted up in a few years. So I'm going to bring him on board. I'm also talk to the former, uh, not a former. He's still a boxing, uh, boxing champ, Alex Rincón. I'm going to bring him on. He said yes too. I also have another uh, artist that I've interviewed in the past. His name is Victor. I call him Victor Sweet. Oh, they call him Victor Sweet. And we have a bunch of people, man. They're going to come on board that I've chatted up with in, on Instagram or social media. I'm trying to get... Or I'm not, I'm not trying. I know I'm going to get Dirty Sanchez from the pro era. One of uh, Capital Steezes' buddies from back in the days. He's still doing his thing, hustling hard. He's a, he's a rapper. He's a producer. He's an a artist. He designs clothes. He's a, he has his own hustle, man. Like 47 records, 47 Pirates records. Um, Great homie of the of the late great Capital Steez, and I, I that's one of my goals of 2023 is to bring him on board and be on an episode with me, man. Just talk about it and chat it up about his journey and where he's at right now. Um, he actually follows me on Instagram, which I'm pretty pretty happy that he does because I I've always wanted to be really close to the pro because they were part of my journey of growing into the whole chakras and learning about meditation and just like be becoming the best version of yourself. So I've always wanted to be. In touch with somebody from that clan, and Dirty Sanchez in the building. He follows me, so I'm happy about that. But yeah, looking forward to 2023 and wrapping up 2022, and in the long term, looking for blessings and blessings and blessings for all of y'all. Making sure y'all stay your infinite self, be true to your surroundings, true to your people, be the best version of yourself. You know, consciously work on yourself and. Um, Make strides in the right direction. Be that, be the good in the world, man. Be that, be the good you want to see in the world. Be the change you want to see in the world. So, before I sign off, I just want to remind y'all that follow the page, go into TikTok, look us up as Infinite Talks Pod. Look us up in Spotify and Anchor, Infinite Talks Podcast. We have episodes on YouTube as well. And pretty soon, I'm going to open up my Infinite Talks pod on Rumble. So check it out as well. A lot of things going on in 2023 and wrapping up the year 2022 on a banger. Remember, like my cousin Oscar said, we're not a brand. We're a frequency. Peace out.